Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Brother requested once again to please come closer. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Meri zindagi ka hasil Meri zist ka sahara Tere aashikon tere aashikon mein marna meri zindagi ka hasil meri zist ka sahara tere aashikon mein jeena tere aashikon mein marna meri zindagi ka hasil mujhe kuch khabar nahi thi tera dard kya hai ya rab mujhe kuch khabar nahi thi tera dard kya hai ya rab tere aashiqon se seekha tere sang dar pe marna meri zindagi ka hasil meri zist ka sahara tere aashiqon mein jeena tere aashiqon mein marna meri zindagi ka hasil ye teri inayat hai ye teri madad ka sadqa ye teri inayat hai ye teri madad ka sadqa meri jaan na tawaka tere gham pe sabr karna meri zindagi ka hasil meri zist ka sahara tere aashiqon mein jeena tere aashiqon mein marna meri zindagi ka hasil ye teri aata hai ya rab ye hai tera jazb pinha ye teri aata hai ya rab ye hai tera jazb pinha mera naam ye nadamat tere sang dar pe maran tere sang dar pe karna meri zindagi ka hasil meri zist ka sahara tere aashiqon mein jeena tere aashiqon mein marna meri zindagi ka hasil kisi ahle dil ki sohbat 
जो मिली किसी को अख्तर किसी अहल दिल की सोहबत जो मिली किसी को अख्तर उसे आ गया है जीना उसे आ गया है मरना मेरी जिंदगी का हासिल मेरी जिस का सहारा तेरे आशिकों है जीना तेरे आशिकों में मरना मेरी जिंदगी का हासिल अलहमदुल्लाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफाफा
in the surah of the Quran Sharif that was recited, Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala says, that, أَرَأَيْتَ الَّذِي يُكَذِّبُ بِالدِّينِ Have you seen the person who rejects and denies the day of judgment, the day of recompense? Now this surah is primarily addresses the munafiqeen, or rather is in reference to the munafiqeen. The hypocrites that existed in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu who pretended to be Muslims, they pretended to have Iman, they would conduct themselves outwardly like they were one of the Sahaba, but in their hearts there was kufr, in their hearts there was this disbelief, so this was their nifaq. That they hid kufr within and they apparently displayed iman. They apparently displayed Islam. Whereas it wasn't there in reality. Now the thought might come that well this ayat pertains to the munafiqeen. If it pertains to the munafiqeen I am not the person that is being referred to. Alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with iman. We don't have Nifaq and kufr in our hearts, that is the grace and fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala. So therefore this ayat doesn't apply to me. If that's the way that we will approach these ayat, then a very big portion of the Quran Sharif will say, Nawazubillah is not applicable to us. Because in numerous ayat, Allah Ta'ala sometimes is addressing the Jews, and sometimes is saying something in reference to the Christians, and sometimes to the Munafiqeen, and sometimes to the Mushrikeen. So then it will mean that all these ayat don't apply to us, Nauzubillah. Now every ayat of the Quran Sharif is for us. Applies to us. And the lesson and the message is for us. It might have been in reference primarily regarding the Munafiqeen. But Quran is still Qiyamad. And Quran is Hudallil Muttaqeen. It's Hidayat for the people who adopt taqwa, who fear Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. One meaning of this is that those who want to become muttaqeen, this is the cost material. This is the subject matter. Undertake this cost and you will then reach the end result of taqwa. So the entire Quran Sharif applies to us. And this ayat also applies to us. One is the munafiqeen who had kufr in their hearts, so they rejected the day of Qiyamah even in belief. They denied the day of Qiyamah even in their belief. Any person with Iman, Alhamdulillah, he has Iman on all the fundamentals of Deen. He has Iman in Allah Ta'ala, Iman in the messengers of Allah Ta'ala, Iman in the angels, Iman in all the books of Allah Ta'ala, Iman on the day of Qiyamah, Iman on taqdeer and predestination. All the fundamentals of deen. Because a person who rejects one fundamental of deen, then he is rejecting the whole of deen. One fundamental aspect of deen, if a person rejects, for example, now the day of Qiyamah, 
then this tantamounts to rejecting deen in its entirety. This is kufr. So alhamdulillah, no mu'min rejects the day of judgment in faith and in belief. But then there's another part to it, that alhamdulillah, while the faith and iman and belief, that is there in the heart. But many a times, in action, in practice, a person conducts himself, or rather we should say we conduct ourselves, in such a way, as if, alhamdulillah, nobody, no mu'min denies the day of qiyamah. Every mu'min believes in it. But the way we conduct our lives, as if there is no day of judgment. So in this ayat of the Quran Sharif, though the reference initially was about the munafiqeen, but this ayat is meant to bring deep down in our hearts this concept of qiyamat, this concept of accountability, this concept of the day of judgment, to embed it in our hearts in such a way that it doesn't only be confined to belief, but our whole life is governed by this consciousness of akhirat. And this is something which Allah Ta'ala has made necessary upon us to remind ourselves daily of it. In every rakat of every salah. Every rakat we are reciting Suratul Fatiha. And if you are behind the Imam, then the Imam is reciting on our behalf. And every rakat that Suratul Fatiha is recited, every rakat we would be reciting Maliki Yawmiddin. Master of the day of judgment. So right in the beginning of the day a person is going to make his Fajr Sunnats already. From the time of his Fajr Sunnats till the Witr and Nafil that he will perform after Isha. And inshallah he will make the Hajjud. In every rakat from morning till evening, Surah Al-Fatiha is reminding him, remember Qiyamat is coming. There's accountability. There's a day of judgment. And when a person is conscious of this accountability, conscious of this day of judgment, and when this has settled deep down in his heart, the heart is king. So when this has settled in his heart, and the heart is king, so now the king, what is the king's condition, that will be the condition of the subjects. If the king, the heart which is king is filled with this consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, filled with this consciousness of Akhirat, with this concern of accountability on the day of Qiyamah. So now before any limb moves, there's going to be that same concern. Before the eye looks in any direction, there will be the same concern. So the main thing is this heart. What is in this heart? Because the heart is king. What is the condition of the king? What will be the condition of the subjects? There was one person in the previous days, there used to be a lot of these hunting parties centuries ago. So one prince was in one hunting party going hunting and this would often be the case suddenly when they would spot the prey and Everybody would dart behind the prey and many a times everybody would get separated too. 
because that is going in all different directions and sometimes with several animals. So somehow this prince got separated from the rest of the party. Now he's trying to find his way. He passes by one orchard. He comes to his orchard. He's hungry, he's thirsty. Now the person of the orchard is there, so he comes to him and he says that I want to drink something. That person was at that time busy planting one tree. person of that orchard was busy planting one tree. And he was an elderly person. So now this prince, he just made a comment. He told him, you're planting this tree. Your one leg is already in the grave. He might not have said it in those words. That is what he meant to say. That you're already in this old age of yours. What hope do you have to see the fruit of this tree? You are already almost now towards Akhirat. In other words, what you are doing is a waste of time. You are not going to see the benefit of it. So this person very calmly replied, because a person who, he doesn't have any airs about himself, and he doesn't take too much notice about idle comments of people. Person who is humble within himself, he just passes all this aside and carries on with life. He doesn't take too much notice of all the sideline things. Because that doesn't take anything away from him. A person who has a million rands and somebody took one rand away, so that one rand, what, what difference is going to make to him? He doesn't bother about it. The person only had two rands. If you only had one rand, and somebody's taken that one ran away, he'll chase behind it. He'll do whatever he can now to try and grab it back and make a big hue about it. There's one ran, but now he only had one ran. So a person who has his focus towards the Akhirat and has banked his things in the Akhirat, then he doesn't chase after the dignity of dunya and feel that if somebody has made one comment, then all his izzat is gone now, so what, what is left for him? He is focusing towards Akhirat. So his gaze is on the Akhirat, Allah has kept a lot in store for him there. So what is this? Ignore it, let, let life carry on. So in any case, this person now, he didn't take any notice of this comment. But what he replied was, he said that my grandfather planted many trees, I am eating the fruit of it. So I am planting a tree, my grandchildren, my children, my grandchildren will benefit from it. This was a very, very pertinent reply that a person should not be only thinking about that if he will benefit from something then he'll do it. That is the way of a person who is very selfish, self-centered, that only if I will get something out of it then I'll do it. If I do somebody a favor also, then that favor is also being done with this intention, this person is a good contact, we might need him sometime. So why am I doing him the favor? Because I'll want the favor in return. That enthusiasm to do some good for the next person without wanting anything in return but the reward of Allah Ta'ala. That is lost. Whereas that is what the Quran Sharif describes about the true servants of Allah Ta'ala. إِنَّمَا نُطْعِمُكُمْ لِوَجْهِ اللَّهِ لَا نُرِيدُ مِنْكُمْ جَزَاءً وَلَا شُكُورًا They feed people as well and they say, we are only feeding you for Allah Ta'ala. 
Neither do we want any compensation in return, let alone any compensation. We are not even requiring you to thank us for it. That if a person now, we did some favor for him and he forgot to thank us in some way, so that becomes a very major thing for us. Might have just slipped his mind. But now why it became a major thing? Because we wanted some, something in return, even if it was just some recognition. So a person who is focused towards akhirat, who has the qualities that should be in every mu'min, the reality of generosity, then he is not looking at all these trivial things around him. So in any case, this person replied and said that, my grandfather, father planted trees, I am eating the fruit of it. They didn't see the fruit, but I am eating the fruit of it. I am planting and see my children, grandchildren. So this prince, now some people, these people sometimes just make just idle comments. He said, if you eat from this tree that you are planting, if ever you live so long to eat from this tree that you are planting, then my wife is divorced. Now, these kind of things, this is a subject on its own, but unfortunately, this is something that we also, very common this is nowadays, that talaq becomes like a plaything. This was an idle comment he made, but that becomes effective, because he suspended that talaq on this person eating the fruit of this tree. If ever this person eats, the talaq will fall. But now this is making talaq, well, this is just the incident that happened there, but in our context, unfortunately, this is a very common story nowadays, that talaq has become like a plaything. A person is somewhat irritated with something, and is threatening talaq. Any issue comes up, and is threatening talaq. And sometimes some small little discomfort or something that didn't go according to how the wife wanted, she's demanding talaq. And 10-20 minutes later, everybody calmed down, everybody cooled down, but in that time already the damage is done. In that time already, that nikah has been severed. Other person comes and crying now and says, but you make a plan for me. After everything is all destroyed, I say, can you make a plan for me? Allah Ta'ala's law. Can insan play with Allah Ta'ala's law? See, but I didn't mean it. So a person now, he fires the three bullets, the bullets left the chamber, it hit the person on the other end, the person died. I say, but I didn't mean to kill him, so why he died? I didn't mean to kill him, so why he died? You fired the bullets, and the bullets will reach the target. Then whether you intended it, whether you did it with anger, whether you did it, whatever your intention was, it hit the target, damage is done. Then they say, so and so now, that person broke the nikah. How can somebody else break that nikah? He only told you what you did. So this is not a plaything. In the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned that the most detested, most detested of all permissible things, Allah has kept it permissible, but the most detested of permissible things is talaq. So why is it permissible if it's so detested? The example to understand in the case of talaq is, 
that a person, for example, he's got some problem, something has now started going wrong on his foot. So as soon as they see some blister, some sore, the first line of action is it to cut it off? No. It's treated. It's treated further. But when the time comes that that gangrene has set in, and now if this foot is not going to be amputated, it's risking the entire body. The person's life is going to be in danger. So as a last resort, when there's a now no other way out but amputation, then at that time comes the situation of amputation. Otherwise, before that, it will come with some tablets and medication, and then some injections, and whatever other means are possible to treat that wound, until something or the other is hope that it will work, something will resolve the situation, until then, the question of amputation is not even brought onto the discussion. But when everything else now doesn't seem to have worked, and to save both parties, that the only thing now seems amputation is away, then that is the last resort where this now comes to the situation of talaq. Unfortunately, it has become a plaything, something that shakes the arsh of Allah Ta'ala, and for every trivial thing a person is threatening talaq, for every trivial thing that wife is demanding talaq. So this is something which we need to be conscious of, the laws of Allah Ta'ala are there for our protection. And we should not trivialize these issues, these are very, very deep things, very serious things. In any case, we were talking about this incident, so this person made this idle comment. He says, if you ever eat out of, in other words, you live long enough to eat out of this tree, then my wife is divorced. In any case, time passed, this person forgot about everything, he went away. This person in the orchard, he had come to know that this is the prince. In the conversation, they had discussed whatever he might have told him. In any case, somehow he then found his rest of his hunting party and went away. Many years passed. One day, this prince now, the king had died and he had become the king. And again, one day he was out on a hunting party expedition. And a similar situation happened again. He got separated from the rest of the group. And he made his way somehow again into the same orchard. And he had no recollection of the previous incident. He forgot everything. So he comes there, he's hungry again somehow. So he asks one old man in that orchard that give me something to eat. Then he sees this fruit hanging on this tree. He says, give me one of this fruit. The person brings the fruit and gives him. So he cuts the fruit, he takes a piece. Then he gives this, oh, oh, oh you share this with me also. The person said, no, I'm not going to eat. He says, you eat, why? It's your garden, your fruit. I'm sharing with you, you gave me. He says, no, I won't eat. Why won't you eat? He says, well, there's a secret behind it. That's not your problem. You do your work, you carry on. So he persisted, no, but why don't you want to eat? So he then repeated that whole incident, that once upon a time, now he didn't realize that this is the king that he's talking to at this time. So once upon a time, there was this prince that came here, and he made this comment, and he made this, he said this, that if ever I live to eat from the fruit of this tree, his wife will be divorced. I'm still living. The fruit has already come. And therefore I have never tasted the fruit of this tree. Because he doesn't even remember what he probably said. 
And if I day eat from this tree, that talaq will fall. He'll be living in sin. And if this is the king's condition, what will be the condition of all the subjects then? Now this is one incident which brings about the same lesson. We are talking about the heart is king. What is in the heart, that is what will now become apparent on the entire body. Sometimes, there might be something that might just cover up what's in the heart. But on occasion it will get exposed. For example, sometimes in the heart is the love of the western way of life. But now it's Ramadan, or it's a day of Eid, or it's some others. So we are now dressed as good Muslims, we are conducting ourselves as good Muslims, mashallah, excellent. Even for that brief moment also the person is conducting himself in a proper way, that too is ghanimat, that too is a ni'mat. But then, when the time passed, Ramadan passed, Eid is over, the heart, if it didn't change in Ramadan, if the external self changed, Alhamdulillah, Salah was being performed, charity was being given, Tilawat of the Quran Shari was being made, Alhamdulillah, Thumma Alhamdulillah. And the more the better. But together with all that, if the heart didn't change, that instead of that desire for the western way of life, instead of that admiration for the way of the falling stars of this dunya, if that didn't change and in its place the admiration of the way of Rasulullah didn't come, and the desire to follow the sunnah of Nabi didn't come, then Ramadan will pass, Eid will pass, maybe one, two days will go afterwards, and slowly everything else will be back to, as they say, not normal, back to abnormal. Everything will be back to abnormal. Why? Because the heart didn't change. So in all these ayat, this first surah of the Quran Sharif, which we have to recite in every rakat of every salah, and in so many other places of the Quran Sharif, it is the same concept of akhirat that is being repeatedly put deep down into our hearts. That change the heart. Make the heart conscious of Allah Ta'ala. Make the heart conscious of this accountability. Make the heart conscious of akhirat. The heart conscious of standing on the day of Qiyamah. وَأَمَّا خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ الْمَأْوَى The one who fears standing in front of his Rabb. خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ And because of that, that is in his heart. So the day of Qiyamah is coming. I'm going to have to stand in front of Allah Ta'ala. That becomes the means And he now restrains his nafs from all the evil desires. So then the end result Jannat is his abode. So Allah Ta'ala is giving us this message again. Right from the beginning of the Quran Sharif. This is now towards the end of the Quran Sharif. So Alhamdulillah, every mu'min has the iman in akhirat. He has this belief in akhirat. But that belief is so weak that it is not translating into action. 
is not translating into day-to-day life. There's some little bit of profit to be made, but in a haram way, he can't resist it. Then he'll just appease himself somehow, but, well, maybe I'll find later on, I'll get somebody to say that this is okay too. There's some temptation to look at something haram, and he can't hold himself. <coughs> There's some rebirth just now, wanting to bring itself on his tongue, he just lets it flow. Because first he's not concerned about akhirat. That whatever I'm going to say, مَا يَلْفِذُ مِنْ قَوْلٍ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رَقِيبٌ That angel is there ready to write it. And that will be something I'll have to account for on the day of Qiyamah. And everything will speak on the day of Qiyamah. الْيَوْمَ نَخْتِمُ عَلَىٰ أَفْوَاهِهِمْ وَتُكَلِّمُنَا أَيْدِيهِمْ وَتَشْهَدُ أَرْجُلُهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ On that day in Surah Yaseen, Allah Ta'ala mentions that we will seal their mouths. We will seal their mouths, their hands will testify. And their legs will bear evidence what they used to do. In one riwayat it is mentioned that from among all the limbs, the first limb that will bear testimony is the thigh. So all the limbs of a person will speak also on that day. Now this consciousness of Akhirat, this consciousness of Qiyamah. So a person, this is the message that is being given to us, that not just in faith, but that Iman will be strengthened to such a point that in every action and deed, a person is conscious of the day of Qiyamah. Then further Allah Ta'ala says, أَرَأَيْتَ الَّذِي يُكَذِّبُ بِالدِّينِ فَذَٰلِكَ الَّذِي يَدُّقُ الْيَتِيمِ وَلَا يَحُدُّ عَلَىٰ طَعَامِ الْمِسْكِينِ Now this was primarily regarding the munafiqeen. But even if a person of iman, his iman is very, very weak, that he is now barely there, that he is being warned also, look. And this is the message in the surah, that don't follow, like if something is being spoken about the Yahud, don't take their way. Otherwise, see what is there in the result. The Ad, the Samud, and all the various nations that were destroyed, Allah Ta'ala repeatedly mentions their incidents for us. That look, this is what they did, this was their end result. Don't go down the same route. So here the munafiqeen, what is their situation? Now because they have no faith in the akhirat. So why would the person be concerned about doing something for the akhirat? He doesn't believe in it. So as a result, he just chases away the yatim and the orphan. He's got no concern about what is the, what is the good for me to do? Why should I be concerned about that often? The person becomes self-centered. He's only concerned about his pleasures and leisures. He's only worried about doing that which will just give him a comfortable life. But to be concerned about the next person's suffering, to try and alleviate the next person's difficulty, he's got no belief in akhirat. So why should he be worried? He should be just merry-making. But the person of Imam, the person of Iman, he's first concerned about others than himself. And to the extent of the strength of that Iman, he will be first concerned about others than himself. The incidents of the Sahaba Ikram are there open in front of us. The very well known incidents of the goat head, it comes from one person who was in need 
and then he thinks, but my brother is more in need, goes to the second, to the third, to the fourth, to the seventh person, and then still makes its way back to the first person. Why? Whereas each one was desperately in need of it. It was the strength of Iman. First thinking about somebody else. In the dying moments on the battlefield, thirsty, wanting to drink water, but then giving priority to his fellow Muslim. And the munafiq, I need to make merry. I need to enjoy my life. Somebody else suffers and dies, that's their problem. So this is the message that we should not resemble the munafiqeen in any way. وَذَلِكَ الَّذِي يَدُعُّ الْيَتِيمِ وَلَا يَحُضُّ عَلَىٰ طَعَامِ الْمِسْكِينِ Let alone spending himself something, he doesn't even encourage anybody to feed the poor. Nothing will go out of his pocket in encouraging somebody. But his miserliness is of such a nature that it holds his tongue back from even talking about giving. Now this is the munafiqeen. Alhamdulillah, mu'min is nowhere close to that. But this is the message, that we should not be anywhere close to it. Our iman should be strengthened to a point where we are able to spend in the cause of Allah Taala to look at those who are suffering in our communities, in our surroundings. Many a times, they are those who are in desperate needs. But they are the ones who would least make it known. That's our duty to find out who's in need. Many a times there are people, out of the blue it becomes apparent then, just by chance it becomes known that this person is in this dire situation, nobody knew about it. The person didn't even have food in his house. So this is the person, the munafiq, he is self-centered. And the mu'min, his whole life is self-sacrifice. His whole life he is ready to sacrifice for others. One great faqih, Lais bin Saad Misri, student of Imam Malik, in the time contemporary Imam Malik, it is mentioned regarding him that his annual income was 80,000 dinars, 80,000 gold coins. For our understanding in this time, 80,000 Kruger rands. Now, 80,000 gold coins with the cost of living of that time. So now that you must multiply by maybe a couple hundred or thousand. But despite this being his annual income, he said that zakat never became wajib upon him. Zakat never became compulsory upon him. How can it be? Person earning so much and zakat never became compulsory upon him? Because he never kept that amount that made zakat compulsory. As it came, he spent on the servants of Allah that is not something that we are being told that don't keep anything for yourself and spend everything away. We are not of that caliber. But all the wastage, all the wastage that sometimes is just for the sake of making a name for ourselves. That somebody will say, look at this wedding this person had. This was really a star-studded wedding. So for that, millions are done thrown down the drain. Other futile things. If we just save the wastage, we just save the wastage and pass on that saving to those who are in need, that too will make so many people's lives. So, mu'min, this is his way. 
that woe be unto the musalleen, destruction for the people who are performing salah. Subhanallah, how does this fit in? All our life we've heard that those who perform salah, they get the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala. Now in the Quran Sharif we're hearing that Allah Ta'ala is saying destruction to the musalleen. Fawailul lil musalleen. So this is the musalleen referring to the munafiqeen musalleen. That they had no iman, but in order to keep that nifat hidden, in order to conceal that hypocrisy, they also came and joined the salah. The salah where they felt they would get away. Why? Because it was too dark, maybe nobody would notice who came and who didn't come. The fajr salah, the isha salah. There they took a chance and they didn't come. It is stated that in the time of Nabi Wasallam, in any other salah, only that person would miss salah with jama'ah who had become known to have nifaq. In other words, his hypocrisy got exposed somewhere. Somehow, somewhere it became known. Now he also realized that now the game is up. Everybody knows what's my story. So he didn't bother also now and he just stayed away from salah. Otherwise, even that munafiq didn't have the guts to stay away from salah with jama'ah. So in any case, Allah Ta'ala is talking about these munafiqeen. فَوَيْلُ لِلْمُسَلِّينَ And what is their condition of salah? أَلَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنْ صَلَاتِهِمْ سَاهُونَ That they are very, very lazy and neglectful of the salah. They don't even want to come. If they can manage avoiding it, they'll avoid it. But out of now, just to keep themselves out of trouble, then they now will come. Now this is obviously the munafiqeen, but this is that same aspect that is now being given to us to check within ourselves. What is our response to the Mu'azdin when he calls? When the Mu'azdin calls, what is the response? Are we closer in... Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has given us Iman. Alhamdulillah, ala ni'matil Iman. Allah Ta'ala keep us on Iman. Allah Ta'ala take us on Iman. And rise us on the day of Qiyamah with Iman. But at the time of that Salah, our resemblance is in which direction? Are we resembling that munafiqeen? Alhamdulillah, we have the azmat of salah in our hearts. We know what salah is all about. We are not rejecting that salah in any way. But in action, the resemblance is where? That is the message. They don't even, now the munafiqeen, the Quran Sharif is not addressing them. But addressing the believers about the munafiqeen. And the messages don't resemble them in any way. Otherwise you could meet their fate. Maybe not as bad as them. But you could end up joining them. For a period of time. Until that cleansing has happened. And then now you become eligible for Jannat. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. So Allah Ta'ala says, فَوَيْلُ لِلْمُسَلِّينَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنْ صَلَاتِهِمْ سَاهُونَ The Salah in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Salaam says, As-salatu imadu deen the Salah, this is a central pillar of deen. This is a very great pillar of deen. The person who will keep this in place, he will keep the rest of deen in place also. The person who will destroy this pillar of deen, then the rest of deen will get destroyed also. 
Let us make this Ramadan a time that we make this decision within ourselves. That this Ramadan, when it passes, Ramadan would have gone, but inshallah our salah won't go. Ramadan would have passed because Ramadan is ayyamam ma'adudat. It is few days. The Quran Sharif says ayyamam ma'adudat. 30 days it will pass. But we are still around if we are living still. Then we are still living and we still have to worship Allah Ta'ala. So Ramadan may pass and will pass obviously. Whether we are around or not we don't know. But if we are still around, then our salah won't stop. And neither will the salah in the masjid stop. What is a valid reason for omitting salah with jama'ah? If there is a valid reason which Shariat gives concession for, that is in its place. But apart from that, then inshallah, let us make this azam and firm intention in our hearts now. And ask Allah Ta'ala. And beg His help. That when this Ramadan has passed, inshallah our salah with jama'ah won't pass. That will continue. And we will keep this pillar of deen alive in our lives, in our homes, and in the entire community, in the ummah, we will make an effort to keep this salah alive. The salah is alive, inshallah, there's hope the rest of deen will become alive. So Allah Ta'ala says, فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُسَلِّينَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنْ صَلَاتِهِمْ سَاهُونَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ يُرَاؤُونَ Now they just had to come and show their face. So they only come when they have to come, they come to show their face. And then, if they don't have to show their face because perhaps they might not be noticed, then they don't bother also. One explanation of this is that because they don't have any iman, so where are they going to give zakat? Now, salah, they had to come to show their face because that is in public. And zakat, each person takes his own zakat and discharges it. So, they don't pay any zakat. Now this was the munafiqeen, they had no iman. But then again, it's a point of reflection for us. All those rights that deen has placed upon us, which is between us and Allah Ta'ala, are we conscious of it? Are we careful to fulfill those rights? So these are the lessons that Allah Ta'ala wants us to take from the surah. This is what we need to embed in our heart. And the very first line and the very first ayat, that was the main aspect of the whole thing that this consciousness of akhirat not to be like the munafiqeen alhamdulillah not in belief in belief we all believe in the akhirat we all believe on the day of qiyamah but not even in practice should we resemble them that we conduct our lives in such a way as if we don't believe that there is akhirat as if we don't believe that there is a day of qiyamah so now a person who has this firm yaqeen in akhirat his ibadat will be in place, his mu'amalat and monetary dealings will be correct, his social life will be in order, his akhlaq and character will be the character that Nabi Islam has taught, because all these things will be accountable on the day of Qiyamah. May Allah wa ta'ala give us the full consciousness of the Akhirat. Allah ta'ala keep us forever prepared for this accountability of the day of Qiyamah. Allah ta'ala save us from being taken to task on that day. But while we are living in dunya, Allah Ta'ala keep us in such a situation that we are not faltering in any way and we are saved from any situation where we are taken to task in the qabr on the day of qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ It is reported in the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that the person who recites La ilaha illallah hundred times daily 
Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the fog in the moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that inshallah with the barakat of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will grant him the tawfiq of righteous actions and give him the tawfiq of staying away from sin. And this will become the means of this great ni'mat and bounty on the day of Qiyamah. So this is something to do daily inshallah, that we daily recite this La ilaha illallah a hundred times. When saying La ilaha, to bring to mind that everything, all the evil, all the negative things, all the illicit things, all the ghayrullah, everything has been taken out of our heart and thrown out. And illallah, there is this nur that is settling in our hearts, which is the love of Allah. Allah. Beside Guru Sharif. La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala Alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa ashabihi wa baraka wa sallama Tasliman kathiran kathira Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim daiman abada Ala habibika khayril khalqi kullihimi Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah, 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 la ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah 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 Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala alayhi wa sallam Dil mera ho jaye ek meydan ho tu hi tu ho tu hi tu ho tu hi tu ghair se bilkul hi uth jaye nazar 
तू ही तू आए नजर देखू जिधर और मेरे तन में बजाए आबोगिल दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल नफ्सो शेता दोनों ने मिलकर हाय किया है मुझको तबाह ए मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूँ मैं तेरी पना मुझसा खल्क में कोई नहीं गो बद किरदार नामासिया तू भी मगर गफ्फार है यारब बख्श दे मेरे सारे गुना अब तो रहे बस तादम आखिर विरदे जुबाए मेरे इला लाला लाला अल्लाह 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 
ربنا ولا تحمل علينا اسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقه لنا به واعف عنا واعف عنا واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم انك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم انك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم انك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت اله العالمين يا الله وبس بصف الله بس gracious بس kind بس loving الله ইলাহ Our entire head to toe is covered in the filth of sin, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, but you are most merciful, Ya Allah. You are most forgiving, Ya Allah. You love forgiving, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, your forgiveness is for sinners, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive all our major viruses, Ya Allah. Forgive what we did deliberately and mistakenly, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are making firm and sincere tawbah tonight, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we will not go back to those sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we regret what we have done, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we make a firm pledge not to go back to it, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, you accept this tawbah, Ya Allah. Allah, accept this tawbah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you keep us steadfast on this tawbah, Ya Allah. You save us from going back to all the vices and sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from going back to the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. Save us from going back to the sins of the ears and tongue, Ya Allah. Save us from going back to the sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify our hearts of all sin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat and love, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, remove the love of dunya from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the love of the ego from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the love of all the evils from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Fill our hearts with the love of his Mubarak way of life, Ya Allah. Put the hatred of the ways of Yahud and Nasara in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, put the love of the sunnah in our hearts, Ya Allah. Enable us to live the life of Sunnah, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, put the love of the Qur'an Sharif, Ya Allah. Put the love of Tilawat in our hearts, Ya Allah. Put the love of Zikr and Dua in our hearts, Ya Allah. Put the love of Salah in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, put the love of Deen in Taiti in our hearts, Ya Allah. Put the love of the effort of Deen in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire Ummat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, forgive the Ummat, Ya Allah. What pain must be going through the heart of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam upon knowing and getting the information of what is the condition of the ummah ya Allah Allah how much pain he undertook for the ummah ya Allah how much tears he shed for the ummah ya Allah his mubarak blood was shed for the ummah ya Allah his mubarak teeth became shaheed for the ummah ya Allah Allahu alamin he was injured for the sake of the ummah ya Allah he undertook 
کہ اللہ ہنگر اینڈ ٹائٹ ٹو اسٹون ٹو ہز بیلی فار دا سیک اف ہز امت یا اللہ الہ العالمین ان ایوری جگ شہید ممبر ہز امت یا اللہ الہ العالمین دا امت ٹو ڈے ہز فورگوٹن دیر نبی یا اللہ وٹ پین وی مس بی گیونگ ٹو دا ہارٹ اف رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اللہ یو فورگیو اس یا اللہ یو فورگیو اس گیو اس دا توفیق اف برنگنگ کمفرٹ ٹو ہز ہارٹ یا اللہ گیو اس دا توفیق اف برنگنگ کمفرٹ ٹو ہز ہارٹ یا اللہ تھرو ایوری ایکشن لیٹ اس برنگ کمفرٹ ٹو ہز مبارک ہارٹ یا اللہ الہ العالمین انیبل اس ٹو پرفارم اور فائیو ٹائم سلاو جماع یا اللہ گرانٹ اس خوشو اینڈ خدو اینڈ وسلا یا اللہ گیو اس سچ اے سلا وی دو چیو پلیز ود یا اللہ الہ العالمین یا اللہ یو گرانٹ اس دا توفیق اف فلفلنگ اول دی لاز اف دین یا اللہ اللہ سیو اس ایوری سن یا اللہ سیو اس اول دا حرام یا اللہ اللہ سیو اس دا حرام اف دا ڈیوائسز یا اللہ اللہ سیو اس انٹرسٹ یا اللہ یا اللہ سیو اس گیملنگ یا اللہ سیو اس انٹوکسیکنس یا اللہ سیو اس غیبت یا اللہ سیو اس یا اللہ فرام کیرنگ ٹیلز یا اللہ الہ العالمین سیو اس پیوریفائی اس مالس اینڈ جیلسی یا اللہ الہ العالمین یا اللہ سیو اس اول دی ایولز یا اللہ یا اللہ فل او ہارٹ وتھ اول دی نوبل کوالٹیز یا اللہ یا اللہ فل او ہارٹ وتھ تقوا ہے اللہ یا اللہ گرانٹ اس اس تقوا ہے اللہ اس مبارک بند اف رمضان یو گیو فور تقوا ہے اللہ یا اللہ سو مینی ڈیز ہیو پاسڈ یا اللہ یا اللہ وی ہیو سٹل ناٹ مینیج ٹو ڈو اینی تھنگ گڈ یا اللہ الہ العالمین اؤٹ اف یور گریس فل او ہارٹ وتھ تقوا ہے اللہ یا اللہ گرانٹ اس توکل یا اللہ گرانٹ اس انابت یا اللہ گرانٹ اس رجوع اینڈ خشیت یا اللہ الہ العالمین یا اللہ گرانٹ اس اول دی نوبل کوالٹیز یا اللہ بیکاز یو ار ٹرو اینڈ اوبیڈینٹ سرونٹس یا اللہ بیکاز یو ار لائل سرونٹس یا اللہ یا اللہ وی کین ناٹ ٹولریٹ اے لٹل بٹ اف دس لائلٹی فرام سم بڈی ایلس یا اللہ یا اللہ بٹ ہاؤ ڈس لائل وی ار ٹو یو یا اللہ یا اللہ یو کریٹڈ اس یا اللہ یو ار سسٹیننگ اس یا اللہ ایوری تھنگ از فرام یو یا اللہ دس اے وی بریتھ ایوری سیکنڈ اینڈ ایوری ملی سیکنڈ از فرام یو الون یا اللہ الہ العالمین اول یور نعمتس اینڈ باؤنٹیز وی ار یوزنگ ایوری سیکنڈ یا اللہ بٹ یٹ وی ہیو بین سو ڈس لائل یا اللہ یا اللہ یو فرگیو اس یا اللہ اینڈ میک اس یور لائل سرونٹس یا اللہ اللہ یو ٹرن اوور ہارٹس فار دا بیٹر یا اللہ اللہ یو ٹرن اوور ہارٹس فار دا بیٹر یا اللہ ہاؤ او ہیرز والا دل بدل دے اللہ یو ریموو آل دس گریڈ اینڈ آل دس تھنگس اف دنیا فرام اوور ہارٹس یا اللہ اللہ فل اوور ہارٹس یا اللہ وتھ یور محبت یا اللہ ریموو دس غفلت فرام اوور ہارٹس یا اللہ اللہ فل یور ذکر ان اوور ہارٹس یا اللہ الہ العالمین یا اللہ انیبل اس ٹو فلفل یور کمانڈز ان ایوری ایسپیکٹ اف لائف یا اللہ اللہ میک اوور معاملات اینڈ مونیٹری ڈیلنگز آلسو اکارڈنگ ٹو یور کمانڈز یا اللہ اللہ لیٹ اوور معاشرت اینڈ سوشل لائف بی اکارڈنگ ٹو شریعت یا اللہ گرانڈ اس دی اخلاق اف رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم الہ العالمین انیبل اس ٹو فلفل اول دی عبادت کریکٹلی ایز یو ار پلیز وتھ یا اللہ اللہ العالمین یا اللہ یا اللہ ان دس مبارک منت یا اللہ یا اللہ تھرو آؤٹ دا ورلڈ اٹیکاف ایوری ٹیکنگ پلیس یا اللہ اللہ یو ایکسپٹڈ آؤٹ اف یور گریس یا اللہ آؤٹ اف یور مرسی اینڈ گریس میک اٹ اے مینس اف گریٹ خیر فار ایچ ون یا اللہ فار ایچ ون فیملیز یا اللہ فار دا انٹائر امت یا اللہ الہ العالمین میک اٹ اے مینس اف بیکمنگ یور ٹرو سرونٹس یا اللہ میک اٹ اے مینس اف گیننگ یور محبت یا اللہ میک اٹ اے مینس اف بینگ کنیکٹڈ ٹو یو یا اللہ اللہ وی سٹیٹ کنیکٹڈ ٹو سو مینی تھنگز یا اللہ وی سٹیٹ کنیکٹڈ ٹو نفس اینڈ شیطان یا اللہ وی سٹیٹ کنیکٹڈ ٹو all the agents of nafs and shaitan ya allah ya allah we connected ourselves to every kind of filth ya allah we connected ourselves to all kinds of ya allah haram ya allah ilahu alamin as a result we got disconnected from you ya allah ilahu alamin how can we stay disconnected from you ya allah ya allah you disconnect us from all the evils ya allah allah you disconnect us from all the wrongs ya allah allah disconnect us from everything you are displeased with ya allah allah connect us to yourself ya allah allah connect us to your rahmat ya allah connect us to your barakat ya allah Connect us to your mercy, Ya Allah. Connect us to your forgiveness, Ya Allah. Allah, you become ours and make us yours, Ya Allah. Allah, you become ours and make us yours, Ya Allah. Allah, you become ours and make us yours, Ya Allah. Allah, we have you, we have everything, Ya Allah. We don't have you, we have nothing, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah, you become ours and make us yours, Ya Allah. 
ilahul alamin all those who are sick, give them shifa kamila ajila mustamira daima allah give them complete cure in ilm from every ailment ya allah ilahul alamin cures and give us shifa from all our spiritual ailments ya allah cures from all our physical ailments ya allah ilahul alamin all those in any kind of financial difficulties remove it with afiyat ya allah allah give them ease ya allah those who without jobs give them good halal jobs ya allah ilahul alamin those who are having difficulties in their businesses ya allah give them ease ya allah grant barakat in each one risk ya allah grant us halal and tayyib rizq ya allah save us from every drop and every grain of haram ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah all those in any kind of other difficulties ya allah those who in depression worries anxieties ya allah tension ya allah you remove it with afiyat ya allah ya allah you fill the hearts with peace and sukoon ya allah ya allah fill the hearts with your zikr ya allah ya allah you have promised ala bi zikrillahi tatma'innul qulub that with the remembrance of allah taala do the heart get peace ya allah ya allah grant us the reality of zikr ya allah grant us the reality of zikr which translates into your obedience ya allah grant us the lisan and zakira the tongue which is always in your remembrance ya allah grant us that heart which is in your remembrance ya allah and put every limb of ours in your obedience ya allah ilahul alamin grant us the sukoon of the heart ya allah grant us the tranquility ya allah and remove the restlessness ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah and all those who have passed away ya allah fill their qabr with noor ya allah allah fill their qabr with noor ya allah give them the highest stages in the akhirah ya allah allah those of our parents who have passed away ya allah make their complete maghfirat ya allah allah make their complete maghfirat ya allah give them the highest stages in the akhirah ya allah give them a special place in ala illiyin ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you have mercy upon them ya allah rabbir habhuma kama rabbayana sigara rabbir habhuma kama rabbayana sigara rabbir habhuma kama rabbayana sigara ilahul alamin those who parents who are living allah give them barakat in their lives barakat in their health ilahul alamin ya allah enable us to earn jannat through service to them ya allah ilahul alamin enable us to fulfill all their rights ya allah in such a way that you are pleased with us ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah at the time of our death take us with the kalam ala ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah allah take us on iman kamil ya allah take us on tawbah and nasuh ya allah allah take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya allah ya allah such a critical time is death ya allah ya allah such a time when shaitan will do his utmost to deviate us ya allah but we can only be saved with your help ya allah allah you protect us ya allah you keep us steadfast ya allah allah you take us in a way that you are pleased with us ya allah take us on total and perfect iman ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah make our qabr gardens of jannah for us ya allah ya allah grant us the shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah grant us the mubarak water of kawsar from his mubarak hand ya allah ya allah grant us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya allah allah don't take us to task on the day of qiyamah ya allah what are we going to answer ya allah allah we cannot present even our good deeds ya allah what about the sins that we will have to account for ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah you forgive us without any reckoning ya allah allah you say give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah all the efforts of deen accept it ya allah make it a means of hidayah ya allah make it a means of hidayah spreading far and wide ya allah allah those who are without hidayah give them hidayah ya allah and all those who are having iman ya allah allah grant us the highest stages of iman ya allah allah grant us the nisbat of the awliya siddiqin ya allah allah make us among your special friends ya allah 